This is Gemara Subis Daf Kuf Beis Daf Four Hashanah Rabbah. Emir Tashem, the learning should bring an entire schos for the whole Chabura and the Piskatava as our Gzardin is sealed. Emir Tashem, hopefully for another year of incredible learning Torah together. We pick it up from Kuf Aleph Amid Beis. The Gemara. We began the new parak yesterday with the Mishnah, this 12th and 2nd to last parak of Ksubis. We have uh, less than two weeks to go, incredibly. I don't know, it does feel like we just started this. But let's get going. Says the Gemara, Itmar. You jump into your friend and you tell him, I am obligated to you, Amana. I owe you money. I owe you Amana. What is the status? Is such a proclamation, is such a statement that one makes to his friend, is that a binding statement? So it's good old-fashioned. Whether they are, whether when I tell you I am obligated to pay you a hundred bucks, am I actually obligated? Rav Yechanan says yes, Rish Lakish says no. Hey, says the Gemara, what are the parameters of this case? If he tells the people that are standing nearby, you are my witnesses that I am high of this guy $100. My time to Rishlakish take a potter. Why do Rishlakish say you're not high? And he delay Amr Luatamidai. And if he did not say that you are my witnesses, my time to Rishlakish so says the Gemara, I can't really understand which is the case. Whichever way you twist it, one of the shitas doesn't really work. So explains the Gemara, The case is he did not tell them, you are my witnesses. What is the case? The case is that someone says to another person, I am obligated to you money in a star. Rav Yoichlan Amar Chayiv, why Alima Milsa the Shtar Command Amalubma Tamidaidam? Because a Shtar is strong, is Alim, as if I owe you money with witnesses. Just like if I told the people standing by you're my witnesses, it would be binding. So too, having a Shtar, again, uh, one second, not again, excuse me. Rishlakish Amar Pater, Lo Alima Milsa the Shtar, Lo Alima Milsa the Shtar. The star does not have such a strength. So that's the Machlekes, Rav Yechanan, and Reish Lakish. Now, let's look at Rashi for one moment. Rashi over here says, We gave over a star because of boy, and it says in it, This statement, where we started today, the Itmar, was not an Omar, it wasn't that he saw it to his friend. But rather, it says in a star, I am obligated to you to Amana. And even though it is the Ksav Yad, meaning it's my handwriting and no one's debating whether it's my handwriting, says the Gemara, we're having highlighting issues, apologies. Okay. Okay, let's just... Okay, let's continue. Because there's no chasima. So the case over here is that we have a ksav yad. It is my handwriting clearly that I owe you this money. But the question on the table is that nowhere, there are no signatures on this statement. So that's the machlekes, Rav Yechlan versus Reish Lakish.
whether handing over an unsigned star is comparable to saying a tem edai. Says the Gemara, two lines, the second to last line. Tinan, we learned in a Mishnah. I hope this sounds familiar. We uh, this is actually our Mishnah that we started yesterday. marries a woman and makes a condition that he's going to feed her daughter for five years. Says the Gemara, is this not the case? Is the case that we're talking about of saying Atami die? Okay, we are having officially. Issues? Oh, here we go. Baruch Hashem. Here we are. Kof Beis So says the Gemara, is the case not one in which he said, not a Tamidai, one more time. The case of the Mishnah that he's obligated to pay the daughter for five years, is this not the case that he handed over to her a star that says, I am obligated to pay your daughter for five years. And then that is the scenario that we're saying he's indeed obligated. So says the Gemara, it's a raya to Rav Yechanan, that handing over an unsigned star is the same thing as saying, Atem Eidai. Says the Gemara on the top of Kav Bezam and Aleph Loi, this is not a raya to Rav Yechanan. Bishtare psiktok ukidrav gidol. Says the Gemara, this is not a riot to Rabbi Yechanan, but rather it's talking about a shtari psikta, which is a star of a posak, of allotment, literally, that your posak, that you designate, as the top Rashi points out, that the chasen and kala at their marriage, they say, I'm going to give such and such, and I'm going to give such and such, and that is the case, uched Rav Gidl. And the case is like Rav Gidl, Rav Gidl, at the wedding, one father says to the next, the father, the bride says, the father of the groom, the chasen to the kala, or actually the kala to the chasen fathers, how much are you going to give for your son? For your daughter, do they stand up, they kid you, and they get married? Khan, who says that Rav Gidl, there is a Kenyan, it's considered an acquisition, they are obligated to pay the amounts that they said, these are the entities that are kind of amira with mir saying, even though they did not actually sign this off in a document, there are no, but it's the mere words that is enough to make them obligated. So says the Gemara, you thought that our Mishnah, which says that the husband told his wife, I'm going to support your daughter for five years, is a raya to, to Rabbi Yechanan, that when one says, I owe you money, he's indeed obligated. Says the Gemara, no, this is a unique entity like Rav Gidl has taught us. This is a unique entity that at a marriage, these are the dvarim, the words that are kainat, is a kingin with words, even though perhaps usually it would not work, like Rish says, this case would work. Now just one Rashi, this top Rashi, as we highlighted already, Rashi says that the case is, Edim Chaismin, Edus Gemura. Rashi seemingly says that this is a case of full-fledged edos, and if that would be the case, there would be no chiddush. And that's why Rashi continues and says, and if you're going to ask, what's the chiddush? The chiddush is, in a case, the leka kinyan elodivarim. And this is a point that's going to be elaborated on a bit more on Ahmed Beis. Toshima says the Gemara five lines down, Kofbezam and Aleph. Let's bring another proof to Rav Yechanan that when someone says to another, I am obligated to pay you, that that statement is an obligation and he is chayiv. If someone writes to a kayin, I am obligated to you, 
five slayim, which is the amount that you give for pidyin, for pidyin bachar, that when someone, pidyin aben in English, excuse me, that, well, it's pidyin bachar, it's called a pidyin aben, that when someone is redeeming their firstborn son, so he says to the kayan, I, I owe you five slayim, what's the halacha? He's indeed obligated. But his son is not redeemed through this payment. So we see from here a raya to Rabbi Yechanan that again, that by saying to someone, I am obligated to give you five slayim, which we're assuming is the same case like we've been talking about, he writes and he hands over his ksav yad. It's true that it's not a full-fledged document, but he's giving his ksav yad, his own handwriting that I owe you five slime. It seemingly shows us that you're obligated. A clear raya to Rav Yechanan. Now why is this child not public? We assume it's the old debt. So it's a raya to Rav Yechanan, a kasha to Reish Lakish. Answers the Gemara, shiny awesome, the Meshubed lay. Midar Aisa. Says the Gemara, this is not a proof, because it's a Shibu Dar Aisa when one is a firstborn son, and therefore you can't bring a proof to this to any other case, because this is a unique case, opinion I bet. He asks the Gemara, Yachi, if that is true, you're telling me I'm my Kasaf. So then why are you writing anything? If there's an obligation to pay the Kain five slayim, what's this unique day that you're writing to him that you're obligated? Explains the Gemara, the Chiddush here is that you're being Mavarer, you're choosing that he is the Kayin that you're going to give the five Slayim to. The Gemara now asks the question that I'm sure everyone is yelling at their screens about. I don't understand. If you're telling me this is the Chiv saw, if you're telling me that he's choosing which Kayin to give it to, so why in practicality is the child not redeemed? Explains the Gemara, Kide Ula, Tamar Ula, Dvar Taira, Padre Lichshayitain, Midar Isa. When does the Pidyan happen? The Pidyan happens when the money is transferred. When I give over the cash. Next time you had a Pidyan Aben, when the actual money is given over, that is when the child is redeemed, and that is when the parents have full rights to the child. So therefore, why in this case is the child not redeemed? Because in this case, is there actual money transferring hands? The answer is no. There's a star. There's a document that I owe you money transferring hands. And because there's something funny going on over here, it doesn't look like a regular opinion of that money is transferred. Therefore, a gzeira that one might think you could redeem a child with a star. So because of that, in this case, the child is not redeemed. But is this a riot to Rav Yechanan? The answer is no. Amar Rava says, Rava Kitanoi. Suggests the Gemara, perhaps, the Machlekes, Rav Yechon, Reish Lakish, when someone says, I owe you money, and whether indeed those words are binding, is a Machlekes, Tanoyim. As we learned, If we have a guarantor, we have, as Rashi points out, under the signature of Edim, it says, I am a guarantor. There's a star that says, Ruben Oshimon, a hundred bucks. And on the bottom, I write my name and I sign that I guarantee this loan. What is the Allah? When I, do I have to pay? Is my signature enough that I become an Ariv, a guarantor? Says the Brisa, Koive, Minachasim, Binichayr. The Allah is, you could collect from the guarantors, from my Nechasim, Binichayr, the properties that I have. 
What's the reason we think right now? Because since the star was in front of Aden, it's considered that I admitted I owed you, or that I'm the Arif, therefore I have to pay. There's a story that came in front of Rabbi Yishmael, and that's indeed what he said. So that, first of all, obviously seems like the opinion of Rabbi Yechanan. Says Ben Anis, no. Says Ben Anis, you do not collect at all. Amr Loi, Lama. What's the reason, Bananis? Why can you not collect? Amr Loi, If someone is choking, explains Bananis. If someone is strangling, choking his friend in the shuk, Umatsai. And one day you're walking down the street and you see Ruvain choking Shimon, saying, Shimon, you have to pay up your debt. You owe me a million bucks. And you're walking by and you see this transpiring, Ruvain choking Shimon. So you say to Ruvain, Leave him alone. Ruvain, please leave him alone and I am going to pay you. I'm going to pay up Shimon's debt. I'm going to give you the million bucks. What's the halacha? Potter. You do not have to pay up the debt. Why? Shaloi al amunasai halvahu. Cause it was not based on the trust that the loan was created. From here we see a yesaid, we see a rule. That because when did this guarantee happen? After the halva? There was no actual transaction happening. I just saw Ruvain choking Shimon. So because I guaranteed it after the loan already happened, there's no validity to that guarantee. Similarly, if the Arif, if we see a signature that is there, after the star is signed, as well, it's not going to have any validity. So it suggests the Gemara, should we say that Rav Yechanan is Damak Rav Yishmael? Rav Yechanan says, like Rav Yishmael, that Rav Yechanan says, if Rav Yechanan is Rabbi Yechanan says, like Rabbi Yishmael, the first opinion, like we explained, Rabbi Yechanan says that you're chayiv, like Rabbi Yishmael learned, that you could be goive from Ben Chasim Ben And Rish Lakish that says that admitting to your friend is not chayiv, is saying like Ben Nanis. So the Gemara wants to suggest Lakish is the previous Machlikis Tanayim of Rabbi Yishmael and Ben Nanis. Answers the Gemara, no. Ali with the Ben Nanis, Kuliyamalei Pligi. Everyone could indeed agree with Benanis that in the case of maybe in that case, there indeed would not be an obligation. Keep ligi. What's the machlaikis? I'll leave it to Rabbi Ishmael. Rabbi Yechanan. Rabbi Ishmael, very good. Reish Lakish. I can look up Reish Lakish. Awesome. Oh, I can look up Rabbi Ishmael. Awesome. Excuse me. Elder Shaykh Leila Shibuda de Araisa. When did Rabbi Ishmael? Reish Lakish comes along. Reish Lakish says, You want to bring me a proof from this case? This is not a raya. Why not? Says Reish Lakish. The Rabbi Ishmael only said his din in the case of an Arif because that has to do with a din da Araisa. Whereas, because over there it's in a star, it's in a document, therefore there's biblical applications. As Rashi in the third line points out, and maybe that's why Rabbi Shmuel holds as an obligation. But says Rish Lakish, and it does not necessarily prove to our case of a, re- of a regular verbal admission, and therefore the Machlekes, Rabbi Yechon Rabbi Lakish is not necessarily the Machlekes, Rabbi Shmuel, Ben. Nanis.
Gufa says the Gemara five lines down. Let's get back to our original discussion on the top of Amar Aleph. Amar Rav Gidul Amar Rav. Come out the noise in the middle of Kach Lekach. Come out the noise in the middle of Kach Lekach. Amdu Bekidju Kanai Nitzvah Menikdim Ba'amira. The two fathers, that the Chasan or the Chasan and the Kalos parents, each obligate themselves to certain amounts of money. They make the kedushin, and these are items that are kind of with Mir Amira. Omar Ravo Mistavramilsa de Rav Bitoi Nairo says Ravo. This din of Rav Gidol Amarav is mistaver. It is logical by one's daughter, who is a Naira between the age of 12 and 12 and a half. Why? To come out Because the father gets benefit from this Kedushin. Why? As Rashi points out in the last wide line. Because the money of the Kedushin goes to the father. Avil by Garas, once the girl becomes 12 and a half years old, the father does not get anything. The father does not get the Kesef Kedushin, Lai, then the, these words should not be a Kenyan, but says, Rava, that's what I would have assumed, Misvara, but says, Rava, I make a Shvua, Ma'arav, Afilu, Bagaris. This statement of Rav Gidol Marav, really, even though logically, I would assume it's only by a Naira, but says Rava, in reality, it applies even to Bagaris. Why? If you're not going to agree to me, the father of the child, in the case of Binyan Aben, what benefit comes to him? And yet we see that there is an obligation by his words. So what's the reason there's an obligation? Excuse me. Excuse me. I said that incorrectly. Avia Ben is not going back in Pinya Ben. Totally wrong. I'm sorry. Avia Ben, the father of the Chassan, meaning the father of the Kala, you're right. When it's a Naira, he accepts the money of the Kedushin. When it's a Bagaris, he does not. But says the Gemara, one second, the father of the Chassan doesn't get anything after the Kedushin. So what's the reason why the words are Kaina? What's the reason? Because the benefit that they did, he should Shidduch together, the joy that he has, that his children, child got married, therefore he makes a Kenyan. And therefore, it's going to be the same thing in our case. And therefore, it says, Rava, the din of Rav Gidol Amarav is not only by a Naira, but is even by a Baigaris. Omar le Ravina le Ravashi. Ravina finds Ravashi and he says, I don't understand this din of Rav Gidol Amarav. Excuse me, not that I don't understand. Ask the Gemara. Is the statement of Rav Gidol Amarav? Rav Gidol Amarav said, the Chassan and the Kalos parents at the Chassan obligate themselves certain amounts of monies. Is this an entity that could be written down or not? And of course, everyone's thinking about the top Rashi and Aleph that we pointed out. Rashi says that there could be that you write it down, then it's Edus Gemura. But that's goof. That is the Shiloh of Ravina to Ravashi. Are you allowed to write down how much each side obligates themselves? And the obvious ramification is going to be, as Rashi points out, are you going to be able to collect from the Chassim Mishubadim encumbered properties or not? So I'm relay Ravashi answer, Lonin Elikasif. No, you don't write it down. So Eisvei, ask the Gemara about 16 lines down. The first word line is Lai. Eisvei asks Ravina to Ravashi. So Ravashi responded, you don't write it back. 
retorts Ravina. Then the Varmishta said that the smart ones would write, I'm only supporting your daughter as long as you're staying with me. So my Kaisvin. Uh, excuse me. So what's the Raya? So we see that they would write it down. I'm an, they would kaisvin. So how are you telling me that this entity, this obligation between the sides is not something to be written down, Ravashi? We see in the Mishnah clearly they wrote it down. Explains the Gemara, my kaisvin, oimrin. The Mishnah didn't really mean kaisvin, it meant that they would say it. And it just called, excuse me, ask the Gemara, is that a normal thing to call? Saying, writing down in, yes, it's normal. This is a raya. That if someone says to his wife, I have nothing to do with your estate, that this is indeed something that he says to his wife and not really exivas. We have a raya that when the brisa or a mishta could say amira, it could really be referring to exiva. Tashima, the Gemara asks another kasha. You only write a star of Eirisin, a star of Nisuin, with the knowledge, with the das of both the husband and wife. The obvious implication is if they both agree, then the husband and wife both agree to write it down. He can write it down. So my love, shtari psikta, it is not referring to the agreement between the both parties. And we have a raya. That you could yes write it down. Akasha to Ravashi that said you should not write down the Shtari Psikta. Answers Gemara Loi Shtari Eirisin. Says the Gemara, this is not talking about Shtari Psikta. This is not talking about the monetary obligations that each side is obligating themselves. But rather, this is talking about Loi Shtari Eirisin Mamish. This is talking about a good old fashioned document stating that they did Eirisin. If there's a document that's written with intent, but not with their intent, the document still works, they're too married. So the Brisa that's teaching me that you have to write the story is in the soon me das that's Rapapa of Rav Shavia that's saying that Shareirisin has a din of das, that both the husband and the wife have to be knowledgeable of that which is written. So Tashima, we conclude with a third and final Kashan Ravashi, Mesu, but I see We learned in the Mishnah that if the husbands die, then the daughters are supported from the Chasm and Echairin, and this daughter that they obligated to feed for five years is fed from the Chasm and Why? Because she is like a Balas Chayv, it's considered as if they, that she has a debt against them. So says the Gemara from the clear fact that we see that the daughter gets the Chasm Mishubadim. That's a clear raya that can be written down. Answers the Gemara and Araya Achamayaskina Bishakanam Yazdi made a Kenyan. Iachi asked the Gemara, Benoiz Nami. The daughters should have the same, so why is it only this stepdaughter? All the kids should be able to collect from the Chasmi Shubatim. Explains the Gemara, Bishakana Lazuv, Lakana Lazuv, you only made a Kenyan for one. Oh my, Pasca, the classical Kasha, how do you know that what you just said is true? So explains the Gemara, what's the logic? This daughter, Davi Bishas Kenyan, she was there. Mani La Kenyan. It works. Benoiz, the rest of the kids, Davi Bishas Kenyan. Loi, Mahani Lu Kenyan. Mi loy askinon, says the Gemara. Mi loy askinon, da'avi v'shaz kinyin? I don't understand. Are we not discussing a case they're actually there at the time of the kinyin? 
What's the case? They got divorced and then they remarried. But at the time of the remarriage, all the kids were already around. So the Kenyan of both of the kids should be from the Chasim Shubadim. Explains the Gemara, you're right. Ali, he, this stepdaughter, the less of a Tanai Bezdim, out of the Kenyan. Since she's not part of the Tanai Bezdim, it's a new din to feed her these, for these five years. Therefore, the Kenyan helps, and therefore she's going to get from the Chasm Shubadim. Whereas Banais, the rest of the kids, the Isiyahu, but Tanai Bezdim, there's a Tanai Bezdim that the Ksuba says you have to feed all the Isaimim, like Mahani Lukinian, Migra Gari, no Mahani Lukinian. Ask the Gemara one second. I don't understand. Migragari. It comes out that the kids who are part of the Tanai Bezdin are getting even less. It's counterintuitive. I don't understand. This stepdaughter who shouldn't have gotten anything because I obligated myself to pay her for five years. So to come out that she's now going to get from the Chasm Shubadim. Whereas the regular assignment because they're in Tanai Bezdin are not going to get from the Chasm Shubadim. Hello, new answer. Says the Gemara, you know why? Even though it might be counterintuitive, but the truth is, when it comes to Yisayimim, since Kivin Desnai over Tanai Bezdin, Eimer Sreya Tafsid, there's always the concern that they might have already paid them, the father might have already paid them, and that's the reason why we don't let them to collect from the Chasm Shubadim, whereas the stepdaughter not will pick up from the Loyama Arisha in the next year.